right, well, I'm going to get rich. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Bowls and butts and bowls and bowls. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. I'm never, ever, ever going to smoke weed again. Shout out. Shout out. Forget it, bowler. We drank, we drank, we drank, My darling. My good time boy. That's uh, quite a feat. I'm not in this for the money, bowler. Wow! Are you kidding right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty wise of you, dude. What's going on? And I want a non-gay explanation. It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. Oh, yeah, it's so on. Coming at you on a Friday night. Hope you're feeling all right. We're definitely feeling all right with a special edition of Bowl After Bowl. We call them Bowls with Buds on this beautiful December 8th, 2023. I'm Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us for another sesh, it's Micah Rock and Roll. Yo, great hey, to be hey. back. How we doing? I'm doing good. Very, uh, very excited to be here. Oh, yeah. We're excited to have you. It's yeah. Like, so timely, so perfect. Yeah, absolutely. It lined up great, not only for what we're about to discuss, but uh, this weird magic happens always with like the randomness of the stream and of timing and this and that. So, uh, Lorian has started a music uh, podcast. Yes, Homegrown Hits. Yeah, it's badass. Thanks, dude. We do that. Uh, she does that on Thursdays. I'm just kind of in the background. When I get summoned if needed, which is rare. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like never, never. Uh, but yeah, she's doing that, and it's on the bowl after bowl stream as of right now. And so last night after the stream turned off, the episode that was playing was the last episode you were on. It was just like. Right what? there. Just yeah. Of all the bowl after bowl, uh, bowls with buds episodes that rotate on the stream when we're not live, your one was like live right after bowl, uh, right after homegrown hits, and so, damn, it's a Christmas miracle. It was so wild, and I was like, I was like, well, I'm just gonna re-listen to this whole thing because, like, duh, it'd be good to catch up and remember what we talked about last time and this and that, and then I realized last time was episode 186 of Bowl After Bowl, and this one happens to be. Episode 287. So it's 101 episodes later. Wow. Whoa. Damn. You believe it? I can't. You guys are you, you guys are for real podcasts. <laughs> We're just pushing them out, man. Pushing them out. <laughs> we haven't missed a Tuesday since starting the live Tuesdays. And then Damn. every once in a while, when we can get a bowl lined or a bud lined up for the bowl, like tonight, we sit down and have a chat. So Sort of like Sick. bonus bowls, but they're uh, on the same feed, and we consider them another episode of Bowl After Bowl because you know they are sweet. 
So it's impressive. It's it's not difficult to uh, stay on top of a weekly podcast, man. I, I've I've tried on and off forever, and I'm uh, recommitting to trying again uh, in the new year of just doing something weekly. Um, and it's just for whatever reason, I always find a way to screw up and <laughs> have to like re- have a big major reset. Be like, I'm back for real this time. <laughs> it's it's tough. You got to like force that uh, <clears throat> schedule in. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we, I think we're just lucky enough to have found like the right night where we never, we never have anything going. Yeah, on a uh, on a Tuesday, we did have to miss Doug Stanhope live in Kansas City once. Though. That's true. Oh damn! That's Sacrifices true. have been made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's great to have you back. the The reason that we picked tonight is because. Uh, since we've last spoke, you have illustrated and uh, authored this awesome comic book, which just launched yesterday. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Orange Flavor. Yeah, baby. We were talking about it. We talked about it the last couple weeks, but, uh, you know, last night we really, or last Tuesday, I should say, we really pushed the shit out of it. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess it's Friday, isn't it? And this thing went live Wednesday. So I'm kind of timelining here. This thing went... Oh, yeah, it's fine. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> uh, yesterday, it launched yesterday. Correct. Which is close enough. Like, in bowl hours, that's, like, not even really that different. Yeah. I mean, in, in, uh, I'm I'm still considering it uh, still just launched, so... It's pretty fresh. It's yeah, pretty fresh. It's, it's very fresh. The website, uh, you can check it out at... Uh, Orangeflavor.fun. Yeah, that's where you go. You know, uh, I, I tried to build build a whole experience you can hang out on outside of uh, your social media addiction. It's very fun. Uh, the Just the website that uh, you've got put together, it's like simple and fun. Yeah. Which I really yeah. appreciate. I use that service uh, Ghost. It's like an open source uh, version of Patreon. It's pretty cool, actually. Okay. Um. I can't remember where I saw it, but uh, yeah, the, they um, it's pretty easy to set something up, and uh, you can like if you're a cool tech wizard dude, you can um, alter all the source code and rebuild it however you want. Um, but it like all works with uh, Stripe and all that stuff to like set up a little newsletter Patreon style deal. Very um, cool. Yeah, so I was I was pretty pleased with it. So, uh, let's just get into orange flavor. I want to kind of talk about what it is first, and then we can kind of bleed into origin stories of it. But, uh, I'm told by a reliable source called your website (laughs) that, uh, orange flavor is my new favorite alt comedy anthology. Hell yeah. Which is very cool. Like, tell me more a little bit about this, this whole concept, orange flavor. Sure. So... I've been wanting to make a comic book since I was a little kid. And um, I just, for whatever reason, it was like, oh, I, I'm not worthy of a comic book. They're so, they're so awesome. I have to train. I have to get better. <laughs> and uh, I just put it off and off and off for years and years. And then as you get older, you're like, well, you got to have like, you got to have the thing of what the thing is. Like, what is the comic book? And I'm not like a big superhero guy. So I didn't have like, you know, my version of, Batman or whatever. <laughs> so uh I just uh started building up this 
small collection of like, I wouldn't say political cartoons, but just like commentary on um, the the world around us, like our cultural cultural commentary, if you will. Okay. Um, and uh, I also had this, you know, idea for a story, um, kind of based on my uh, childhood growing up. And I had like the outlines of that. And uh I uh I happened upon uh this this comic book uh uh series called Eight Ball, which is by Dan Klaus. He's like one of the most <laughs> one of the most famous cartoonist comic book people. Uh, but uh for whatever reason I had only seen a few of his things. Uh but uh, it just unlocked my brain because it was just like, oh, this is this dude's like personal version of like mad magazine and he's just doing whatever the hell he wants and it's just fun all the way through and there's no like there's just like he comes up with a new bit he you you know does it in a couple pages then moves on to a new bit i'm like that's what i want to do i want to have my own like gag magazine yeah and uh that 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 unlocked it for me that was the key so yeah, I'm calling it an alt comedy anthology. There's this thing in comics just called anthologies where they just have a collection of like short short comics all coming out in one in one mag. Sure. So yeah, that that's what I'm doing. I'm doing my own one man version of that, and uh, it's going to be a, a collection of like um, self contained stories. So you get like an actual beginning to end, uh, satisfying story to read. And then you also get odds and ends of like three page, one page, two page, just comedy bits like throughout. Um, and uh, this first one here has it's uh, twenty eight pages, counting covers. Because hey, man, let's take time to draw, baby. You gotta count them all. You gotta count them. Uh, and I tried to cram as much uh, entertainment on the cover alone as possible. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just a collection of gags. Uh, and uh, and stories and uh, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna do more, baby. I'm hooked. I had so much fun making it. It's the most satisfying creative endeavor I've ever done. I'm a uh, I'm known in New York here as like a comedy video show host uh, sure. person, but like more more closely uh, 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 related to video stuff than I am anything else. But let me tell you, this this was so much more fun than making videos, dude. Like, oh, man. it's just like you have it's the coordination and like amount of people you have to count on to make a video like turn out even halfway close to what you were hoping it would be is is just a lot. And this was just all me putting in the work, sitting down, and just refusing to let myself down and just making the thing. And it was it, it was took forever and it was a lot of work, but it was the most satisfying thing I've ever done by far. It's so fun. Like, uh, I don't know, even like knowing you and interacting with you made it that much cooler. But if, if anybody, just anybody randomly would have handed me this thing, I would have been in love with it. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It's, that's what I do. That, that's what I'm like trying to do. Like I, I, I like would put it out on, I started just dropping like bits and pieces to friends like to get gauge their reaction yeah and then but also i was just going on discord and just throwing it out to like the wolves and being like rip it apart like shit on me let me see what you know sure, just like yeah i need to like see what the uh the freaks on the internet have to say and it was getting uh really good reactions which was making me excited because it's just like these people 
owe me nothing. And they're like, this is cool. I'm following you because I want to see more of this. I'm like, hell yeah. All right. I'm on to something here. It is a, uh, I think a breath of fresh air for sure. In terms of just comedy and entertainment. I love the introductory story because, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, usually we're just surrounded by such senseless violence, but here we have sensible violence, yeah. <laughs> uh, from Sodi, uh, the mascot of your little publication here. Yes, he's my Alfred E. Newman. That was my model. It's like, uh, Mad Magazine has their mascot. I, I need a mascot. He's, so that Sodi was born. He's just a lovable soda can, would, and he's like always got some bubbles or drips coming out of him, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of action there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's just busy shooting anybody that uh, isn't really the audience members you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just blasting holes in uh, the people whining about, oh, there better not be any woke crap or... Uh, there better not be anything problematic. Yeah. There's like a subtle blue hair there. <laughs> I like yeah, it. yeah, totally. She, she's not a total blue hair, but it's just kind of, <laughs> you can tell it's been a while since she got the blue touched up. Yeah, she, she's, it was her last dye job, unfortunately. Sodi so got to her before, uh, before she could get it redone. And uh, I love it because then you're also like, hey, just because we're not right or left doesn't mean we're like for the creep tards either. <laughs> And it kind of touches on something we discussed last time about, you know, how I think you said just because I don't think Nancy Pelosi's like the queen of the scene, uh, that makes me like some alt-right guy. Yeah, dude, seriously. In New York City, unfortunately, it does. But uh, yeah, it is a little bit of a reaction to that stuff. Like, uh, th I tried to, like, th that intro page is like, acknowledging the American culture war that is like raging right now sure. and just being like, we're not doing this whole thing. Yeah. We're just, we're going to do whatever we want to do and it's going to be for you and you'll enjoy it or you won't, you won't enjoy it and you will know you don't need to pick up the next one. But it's like, it's exactly that. It's just saying like, we're, we're not taking sides on anything. We're just going to try and be entertaining and have fun and, I don't know, like that. What was that? Um, what was it? Uh, that, that, that movie, Lady Ballers. Did you see this thing? No, I don't think so. so. Like it's like uh, the Daily Wire made like. Oh, I've heard. Like, yeah, I know what you're like talking a, about. Now. And it's 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 whatever. I I don't know, but it's just to me, it's like I don't know. I don't want to make. I didn't want it to be like a reaction to like stuff that annoys me or whatever. Sure. I wanted to just be its own thing, and and. I think it's just as bad to be like, to do like a, um, I don't know, like an anti thing you don't like. Sure. It's, it's still, you're still just obsessing over it and exactly. talking about it. You're just taking the other side of the coin and, and yeah. put, putting the exact same energy out there. Exactly. So like this is that, that first comic is just my way of being like, I'm not, I'm not going after uh, I, I, I don't have like, I'm not going to fall into this, like, you know, left, right, whatever, yeah. um, you know, rule thing these people are following. I, I don't understand what any of that shit is, <laughs> no doubt. but, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just like this, that's too simplistic. We're doing something weird and different and, you know, hopefully you'll, uh, enjoy it. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I love the variety. There's, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten different uh, 
entries in the contents here. And yeah. it's just kind of, I love that variety and that, uh, I don't know, my, my attention span is only so great. You know? so, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I, I love it when like the scenes change and the lanes change and you got m- multiple stories, you know, but I really loved the feature story too, because you kind of showcased, you made it kind of personal uh, and I could relate to a lot of it. And uh, like the ending, like the punchline payoff, I laughed out loud when I saw like, <laughs> the the reveal there. Uh, That's awesome. In poor. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> It's so great. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, I, I was, I was proud of that. I just like, I, I like, um, having this triumphant moment. And then like the reality of the situation is like, yeah, but <laughs> this is what you're really dealing with <laughs> yeah. here, bro. <laughs> it's like, it's like that come down of the reality moment. I love that, uh, church, like speaking in tongues type scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So great. <laughs> and like, then everybody's different mental, quiet, like inner reactions to what's going on around. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Um, yeah. This is all very, very much based in uh, firsthand experiences. Totally. Uh, exaggerated and, uh, and cartooned up obviously, but it's, it's definitely based in a, in a real, <laughs> in a real place. Yeah. I could definitely feel it. Definitely feel it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely feel that. Um, I also was definitely pleased with cute anime girls investigate the Department of Defense. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, that was a fun one. I I my wife is much uh, kinder than I am, and she was uh, <laughs> she was like my sounding board. Like she she kept me from going like full edge lord on everything. Okay, <laughs> so like um, this is uh, this is the version of that that uh, that that passed my wife's uh, smell test basically. Okay. All right. Let, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I like it too. It, it, cause a lot of this stuff is like for weirdos like you and I, like I'm sure a lot of this stuff you are, you've heard of, but like most people don't know like how dark <laughs> this stuff is. Oh, totally. This, just like the machinations behind the scenes with ugh, the government and the press to like sell people on wholesale murder or, or it's just insane um yeah so i was like I, I for whatever reason i want to put that in my comic book like i want to just like force you to see it yep. and then immediately it's over in one page like it can't go on more than that it's just too like dark uh-huh but uh yeah and then just immediately being like hey let's go on a nature walk in the next part just to like just look at something just pretty. Clear the air and say, you know what? This is where we live, though, right here in the woods. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that idea of, um, you know, the world's uh, messed up, but you know, you don't need to dwell on it and get depressed and uh, and think it's the only thing that there is. You know? Yeah. I'm very interested now in the uh, versions of this that your wife did not approve. Of. <laughs> like uh, the 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 amount of stuff I wrote for this and then didn't put in is, is probably twice, <laughs> twice of what is actually okay. made it in. So you mean uh copy basically? Yeah. 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 I didn't okay. take any, I threw away a couple drawings. I'm going to put those uh, up on the, uh, the web website uh, starting, I think next month. Um, but yeah, like just, I, I would, I would write it out first and then just kind of wait a few days and then look at it again. And, um, if, if it felt too angry, 
I would like, I just wouldn't move forward with it just cause like, that's the other thing is everyone's angry right now. And like right. the internet's a very angry place and yep. everyone trying to make their point of view is, you know, doing it in a way where they feel they have to scream and like slam other people. And I'm like, I get it. I, I often feel that way as well, but like, I don't want this thing to be like an angry, I don't want it to have like fuck you energy all the way through. Totally. I can have it sprinkled in here and there, but yep. like, I don't want to like dwell. I want you to like feel good after you read it. Like yeah. you just, I want you to feel ultimately just like you ha- read something entertaining and like mm-hmm. not, a, maybe not uplifting, but like made you happy. Not like you're not coming away with it. At like after scrolling, you know, Twitter for 30 minutes and you're like, have a pain in your chest and like your vein is bulging on your forehead. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, the anime girl here at the very bottom of the spread, uh, I just noticed, because I guess I might be an old fashioned pervert from the intro, but her toes are just slightly out of the pain. Yeah. And I was curious, like, is this a decision? Is art... Like oh, toes? do not for foot feet people. Oh, are we hiding the feet or are we like, <laughs> Damn, are toes I'll... hard to draw? <laughs> well, they're definitely hard to draw, but uh, no, that I definitely drew them. I think it was just space wise, like, like okay. composition wise. I had to scoot her down, but that's funny. Maybe I can um, self uh, anime feet pics on my website. Nah. <laughs> Some extra cash. <laughs> the the uh, premium subscription pass includes yeah, whatever's yeah. behind that little panel there. Those toesies. My uh, my, I do a video show here in New York called Club Video, and my co-host is an unabashed, like loud about it foot person. Like, uh, <laughs> so it's a girl, which is I think rare in the in the in the foot person category. It seems rare. Yeah. So uh, she and I, I noticed this after I was in multiple of her videos, and she's like, "Why don't you, hey, you just lose the shoes?" And I'm like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> Oh man! I called her out on. She got all embarrassed, and she's like, she just fully embraces it now. I, I'm I'm proud of her. That's great. Uh, <laughs> we know some female foot people. It's the oh, foot yeah? day jingle. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. We also know some people who are very averse. It takes, yeah, I it guess takes I, all I, times, you know. Yeah, totally. I I would say I'm foot neutral. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not disgusted by feet, but also it's it's definitely not the thing that like. Uh, Gets me excited. I can appreciate a good foot, but I don't know if it's quite top five. Yeah, there you go. Somewhere I, in there. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Agreed, agreed. Uh, titties will always be queen for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was sure to draw nice, lots of nice anime titties. The, the little butt cheeks, though, uh, oh, on yeah, the upper right that. girl is... <laughs> yeah, pretty good in her yeah. military uniform. Cute and tasteful. Yeah, cute and tasteful butt. That was another. This is another one where I'm like, I'm riding a line here. Like, I would like for like teenagers to be able to pick, read this, and not be like uh, embarrassed or whatever. Sure. Um, So I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't go too uh, too dirty on the anime girls. I feel like I did it all right. I think so. Yeah, it's uh, it's not (laughs) something you would get in trouble for. Yeah, there you go. I mean, most of those Marvel comic covers, they always have like chicks with. Giant jugs. Oh, yeah. Like spilling out of their Leah's heart. It's a comic thing, yeah. For sure. I mean, it, I think it kind of all stems out of figure drawing in art school at the beginning, you know? I mean, yeah, like the, totally. The human form, you got to study nude figures to just 
get good at drawing it because that's the like no matter what clothes you're wearing underneath is a human structure and so yeah it just kind of all starts with that yeah totally i um man i'll tell you this i got better at drawing getting to the end of this thing um i i I, still still a lot of stuff i look at and like want to improve on but Mm -hmm. like just the act of committing to drawing a comic book and getting to the end of that, you, I, I redrew some pages because I was like, these don't look right anymore to me because uh, I've yeah. figured out how I want them to look now. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it was very, very satisfying. I love some uh, of the nature walk scenes because that's, I think, really where you uh, showcase some of your drawing ability for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like drawing. Just like nature stuff, it is fun. Yeah, that bird, I, 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 I was proud of. I love the bird. Yeah. I love the yeah. fish. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about the fish. Yeah, the fish is cool too. I love uh, Marcus coming yeah, up here. Yeah, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, this in 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 the orange flavor world, uh, anything can happen. You can stumble upon the most famous Stoic philosopher, Marcus Aurelius. Uh, <laughs> on your on your nature on your nature hike and come to a bulletin board on the peak of a mountain <laughs> i love it i love all the little easter eggs too i really appreciate the little easter eggs you put in uh for instance on the cover you mentioned the cover has its own entertainment value just on its own like before you even open the book there's a lot to take in yeah totally that was a conscious i love um uh shonen jumps uh design style it's like this huge it's like where like dragon ball z and like all the all the uh anime that like makes it here it started in uh this magazine Mm -hmm. called shonen jump and uh their covers are just insane like there's so much information packed on them and i was like that is just such a cool look no one's doing that like everything's like super sleek and like pared down so i was like i'm gonna try to like do that in my own, you know, my own way of just like getting so much information on the front cover. Um, and I, uh, I feel like I did a pretty good job. I, 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 uh, I have ways I'm going to do it next time. Like the, the illustration, the main illustration I just did. And then I decided later that that was going to be my cover image. And that ran, that, uh, caused me some issues of like, just for like readability and like, what else I could put on the page. So next time I'm going to design it more thoughtfully, but I think it turned out all right. I, I I'm proud of it for sure. We love the little bowl after bowl on the ice machine. That's hell yeah. You <laughs> got to You got to shout people out. Yeah. You made it on there. We got a uh, millennium, a millennial media offensives on there. Oh yeah. A little MMO right here. Yeah. I got an unlimited, uh, hangout on there. And I got some Bitcoin people shout outs on there as well. ITM33, creative. Oh, yeah, yeah. No agenda, of course. Got some comic book people shout outs as well. Yeah, graffiti is a good place to just like hide fun, weird little shout outs. Yeah, it's like if you know, you know. And if you don't, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a cool thing to look at. I also like, I'm, I, 
I was like, what? As I was making this, like that, we actually do have one of these robot dogs on the police force here, which oh, is like no. bizarre. I've seen to me. pictures of it. Yeah, yeah. There's it's like that all one painted and, NYPD blue. Yep. And now there, we have some new thing that looks like a giant like R two D two that like hangs out at Times Square. Oh. So gross. <laughs> I can't believe we're like in this dystopia. But yeah, I. Uh, I drew that uh, because of because uh, of reading about that, and I was like, "This is what the like." Not even like five years in the future. Like this is what our city streets are going to look like. Man, we're going to have dead uh, Boston uh, Dynamics robots in the corners. And then uh, I figured, you know, now it's like, do people bend over to pick up a penny? I don't know if people do that anymore. Like it's it's a gross <laughs> ass penny. So right. like, well, in the future, would you bother picking up a dollar bill? Maybe not. So I like have all these dollar bills with like cigarette butts on them on the ground. It's just like I'm I'm hiding a lot of like messaging in here for sure of just like Yep. Not political, but just like think about that. Like think about how you're it feels like everything's way too expensive and your money's like worthless now. Like think about it a mm. little bit. Like <laughs> things like that. I tried to I tried to sneak in. I love it. Yeah, and then you use the bulletin board to really educate readers. I love that. Yeah, I was tr- I was that was a tr- tricky one cuz like I didn't want it to be like boring. Like it's hard not to be boring by just like telling people information, you know? Yep. So I, you know, covered it in um dicks and <laughs> and like graffiti and yeah. s- scratchy and stuff. But uh yeah, I'm hoping like pe- I hope people um the normies out there, I hope they will give something like Noster a try because it is pretty cool, actually. Um, and I think, uh, I think, yeah, we just got to find a way of like telling people about this stuff. I agree. Uh, I think that right now there's just kind of a our camp, their camp mentality, which I don't, yeah, uh, I don't subscribe to at all. Um, I think that's finally starting to it's it's in it's in like I think the podcasting 2.0 and Noster like protocols and I there's this like perception that there's them or us and and my thought has been like the, these two protocols can integrate and like they're designed to integrate and they're destined to eventually integrate fully like there's no reason why yeah they can't be working side by side because oh, there's like there's like Noster and podcasting 2.0 beef. Is that what you're telling me? It's not even really beef. It's more like you know Noster people are rolling their eyes at podcasting 2.0, being like, uh, you know, we don't have time for that because we we're doing this Noster thing that we really truly believe in. And podcasting 2.0 has kind of the same energy in their own mm. circle. Like, uh, you know, the Noster guys, we tried that and it's not really baked out. Like, what are they doing? They have no clue what they're doing. Uh, and oh, and both both things are early, you know. So like, yeah. both experiences both things, like, are not polished. Both experiences are like, my mom yeah. can't do this. Duh. Like that's yeah, totally. That's the feedback if you try to get normies into either thing. Like it's very totally. much the same energy and the same earliness that both have going on. And I think that they both have tremendous potential. I think they're both like gonna be here for the long term. Yeah, and, and there's not really a reason to get tribal about it, but it does make sense just because, like, once you believe in a thing and 
commit to it, it's it's very, very difficult to see anything else and be like, oh, well, fuck that, because I have something way better called my thing, you know? Right, yeah, totally. Yeah, like, you educated me a little bit on that, like, when I was uh, putting this page together with, like, the um, the Wave Lake stuff and how they're, I didn't realize they're kind of like a walled garden type deal, kind of like, yeah. like big, Bitcoin Apple kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit like that, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, which, I, 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 you know, I, I'll, I'll give them this. Their product looks super nice it's, and it is it's nice. the it's slickest like, one you know yeah uh, in terms like that, of ui that shit we need ui people in like the 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 nostra podcasting 2.0 circles totally like, like the stuff does need to look good and like just work smoothly and that will come like it, it you know it will it, it always does but that's interesting i didn't know there was like weird uh I guess it makes sense, you know. Yeah, it's not even like a fight or war or anything. It's just kind of uh, uh, general attitudes between developers, you know. And developers, fucking developers, man. I know, and I can say, because I'm developers and I teach developers, that uh, it's always this tribal war, tower babble bullshit. Like, you are lucky enough Mm. to meet somebody else who sits on their ass in a chair for a living, and you're like, oh, cool, one of one of my people, uh, what do you code in? And they're like, oh yeah, I work in Ru- oh. Ruby on Rails. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, you're a dumb faggot, aren't you? You don't understand. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't understand that JavaScript's king of the world. And like, oh, JavaScript, you're one of those pieces of shits that are making the web too uh, bloated. You're an asshole. And then oh like, you know, you could have had a guy that you could have related with in a lot of levels. And then all of a sudden, like, because you are in different stacks, like, all of a sudden, this guy's just too retarded for your time, you know? Yeah, that's. It sounds like it's like the the nineties, like Super Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. <laughs> it's like, a lot it, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like that's so funny. I had no idea. Well, as, speaking as a non-programmer and just a person who uses this stuff, I genuinely think both are awesome and like worthwhile to use. Like as far as podcasting 2.0 and and Noster, I agree. Um, I agree. Also, Albie, I think is is I I think Albie's probably the best, most exciting um, Bitcoin like product that I've seen. Just because it's like it integrates with so much stuff, and it feels like yeah, this is getting closer to like being easy enough that someone who barely knows what they're doing can use this thing. It's a nice spot to get people in the door and get them trying things. And then from there, you know, they're going to self-teach and learn other stuff, you know? Yeah, I think we've just had these, I think everyone's just kind of been lulled into this, you know, Silicon Valley does it all for me. and, uh, And now I think we're finally... Ironically, because of like, I think Elon Musk, like, because of the, for whatever reason, a lot of like, like people on the left over here, like hate that guy for some reason. And yep. like now they're finally starting to be like, maybe I shouldn't be using these sites that like gobble up all my information. Right. And like, it's like, now it sucks because someone I don't like runs it. Well, it's like, well, yeah, sure. I agree that it sucks to like have some overlord rule your online life so check out fucking noster like this is like nobody owns it like it's like this open source thing that just cool people are putting together and i'm hoping i'm hoping that kind of diy um like explorator exploratory spirit comes back to just the general internet user I agree, the internet totally. used to be just so cool man like it was just 
like all this handmade, homemade shit on the f- internet that you could access and just yeah. have fun with. It was so cool. And it just got completely just taken over by, by these social media sites. And yep. It just sucks. Like, God, you can have so much more fun and, and have so much more of a unique experience than just always going on social media. I debated whether I even wanted to make an, a social media account for this comic book. Yeah. I ultimately caved and made a, an Instagram because I'm just like, well, maybe I can use the Instagram to pull people to like come and hang out on my website. Yeah. Like maybe that can be like use Instagram as like an ad for the real place you're supposed to hang out. Sure. Um, because I just don't think, man, I think people, I don't know. I think it comes back to that U, UI design. Like we were talking about, like, I, there's got to just be a way to like make stuff that looks nice and works easily um, that isn't like owned by you know psychopaths, right? <laughs> like, like yeah, like, that I, seems like uh, <laughs> should be. It's like so. Is that it's too like much so to close. ask, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so close. It's like, still it's a really big ask right, right now, but I think that <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's getting better. Totally, and I think people are starting to realize that like open source and like, uh, um, you know, like decentralized, all those, you know, fancy sounding words uh, are resulting in like cool stuff. And it is a smart way to go. That's why I use, that's why I actually use that, that ghost uh, platform. Nice. Cause it's like all open source. Like, yeah, you, you pay them like a monthly fee, I think to like uh, do whatever, whatever, but like you can, you can totally change it the way you want. And like, you don't have to, do anything you don't want to. And it's like, there's, I don't think there's anybody who's like, you know, going to, you know, flip the switch on your website because you did something somebody didn't like, you know what I mean? Like maybe there's some potential there of some pain points or something, but like we're getting closer and closer and closer to that old, old school version of the internet where it's like, here's the place I I'm at, and you can come here and hang out with me here. Yeah. And we have a thing called bookmarks. So you can, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. you can like put all your friends in a bookmark folder. Remember those people? Like, <laughs> uh, and I, I just love keep that. tabs open. Those are my bookmarks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I also love the, that, that, what is, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, but like the, the basically like the progressive web apps. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the potential for like, basically having a full blown like app experience just on a, on your, on your phone, like through a a browser. I think that'll like, people still want that. I think definitely. And then you don't have to fuck around with the app store bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry about updates because it's just the site itself, you know, push your code to your site and your server. Yeah. That to me is like an exciting, interesting, um, place to go. Man, every time I talk to you, I'm like, damn, I should, I should like, learn to code and like do this stuff. Uh, I should get, I should get out of the coal mine and learn to code. <laughs> it's a fun, but frustrating uh, endeavor. No doubt. Yeah. And it's also like, man, if I, 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 I wish I could do all the things I'm interested in, you know, Tell like, me about it. Oh, damn. I, there's just so much stuff I would love to get better at. And, and, but, um, yeah, you, you, there's only so much time in a day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have to say this, this, this comic book thing was, such an enjoyable experience. And I I'm I can't wait for you to get the physical copy because it's just so cool. Oh, I bet. Yeah. There's something about holding it in your hand. Yeah. Um, and like 
I, 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 I'm, I, I had some, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like custom, like, uh, boxes made that are shipping next week that I'm, I'm going to bring to like stores here in New York and use it as my, my pitch to like, here, you can have it in your store. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah. Cause I want to get it in, in stores that aren't comic shops. I've already got it in a comic shop. I'm going to go this weekend, try and get another one. Kick ass. But, uh, I love the idea of that old, 90s style like you're in your the grocery store with your mom and then you see a comic book on the yeah. aisle and it just like looks cool and you're like can i get it can i get it yeah whatever sure and then you just go home with a comic book i want like kids in my neighborhood to be able to grab my comic book at Hell the grocery yeah. store and i i it's interesting like i think i've got a few people who who would be down to try it so i'm i'm, I'm excited to work on my pitch for that this uh, in the coming weeks i love that so, uh, are you still on the same Albi that you were last time we talked? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because that's what I put in the value tag. Um, oh, okay, cool. And, uh, of course, a third of the splits are going that way to Micah, so anybody who's boosting. Uh, we are having some kind of node maintenance weirdness going on, both Lorian and I at the same time, which has oh, never man. happened in, like, our yeah, three years. Yeah, for two of... years, my umbral has been solid. Yep. And all of a sudden... It's just totally offline. <laughs> the man, the man's coming after you. Oh man, it's just like uh, we blame the Mercury retrograde, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're getting it worked out. In the meantime, I have my uh, Albie as a placeholder, and I put your fountain wallet, Lorian, mm. in there just to kind of mix it up and send them here and there. Because I also think it's a good idea to have multiple wallets and multiple backups. Like, Yeah, that makes sense. It's just another piece of decentralization. And I, sometimes I get a lot of pushback of like, well, you, you talk about Albion Fountain, so like you don't really know decentralized. I'm like, dude, I'm the guy telling everybody to run their own node who hasn't yeah. done anything Bitcoin ever. So yeah. first of all, fuck you. <laughs> and second of all, like backups are smart to have. And like having your... Uh, chunk in several different places like that's just you're gonna learn more you're gonna have access to more like i'm not <laughs> i'm not a fucking purist yeah totally like albie's just i mean the way it like interacts with like uh what do you call it um chrome the way it just works oh, in totally, chrome like yeah. i'm not gonna keep my life savings in it but it, like yeah i'm gonna use it it's fucking awesome like it's so easy it's cool too that it stores your like nostra keys and nostra identity so like if you're using yeah. different uh different nostra clients on the web you can use your albi wallet to sign in with the same account or same nostra identity it's not really an account per se but like it it's the equivalent of a twitter account you know right uh you can log into a Noster client you've never used before and just sign in with Albi and all your shit that you've ever said, all your messages, everything loads up in there. Yeah, it's that's sick. Like yeah, I, I don't I mean I get it, like people being purist weirdos and being like, This is your this is uh, uh, uh family <laughs> wealth. You, 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 you sold out, bro. <laughs> yeah. But uh it's yeah, interesting too, though, with Albi, you can actually hook your own node up as the back end, and Albi is just the front end uh, interface too. So, like, yeah, I believe that's what I did if I did it right. I always am like not a hundred percent sure <laughs> I did anything in Bitcoin right. Oh, but like, man, I do have, you. I do have a. Uh, you can do it right, and then ten days later, it's like, oh, I think I need to adjust something. But yeah, totally. It's, it's part of the. It's part of the 
thing of doing it yourself. You know, like we've got eight chickens in the backyard. Well, we've got six chickens now in the backyard. <laughs> uh, and yeah, every once in a while, I got to make adjustments out there too. And it's just part of doing it yourself. You know, like if you offload that to somebody else, then most of that ugliness you just don't see, but it's still happening. And then if yeah, something goes 100%. wrong and it's bad enough for you to have to notice, then your life is fucked and you got to wait on somebody else to fix it. Like exactly. I'm just not, you know, <sighs> yeah, the more I can do myself, the better. That is also like a message. Uh, I want to kind of sneak into orange flavor of just like being self reliant. Totally. Like I'm literally, I literally have a stoic philosopher being like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Saying like, you know, you can see good and bad in other things, but really all we control is our own actions. So like, exactly. that's, that's where the, the rubber meets the road. That's what we can actually evaluate. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, people just need to, I think they need to come back to that a little bit, like stop relying on, you know, mega corporations to feed and clothe you and do everything for you. It's, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's going to, it's going to be an issue eventually. Definitely. Somehow. <laughs> we have had a couple boosts come in already to the show. Uh, Net Ned hit us both times from Fountain. Uh, 404 nice. sats. The first time he was just doing a test tickle boost. <laughs> so that one came through. And then uh, 8888, he just hit us with that a minute ago. And he said, uh, Bud's boost. By the way, Randy Newman loves LA. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing that in the chat. That's so cool. You have so a boost spot that reads it out, man. Little, little boost spot, man. A little IRC action. Older than I me. I love this. IRC you, is older than me. Dude, you've got like, I always think of like the Star Wars universe versus the the uh, Star uh, Star Trek universe. Uh-huh. And you've got like the Star Wars thing of like your Millennium Falcon is all patched together and you got everything. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. Totally. It's cool. The bucket of bolts is definitely. <laughs> yeah, totally. Still able to hit warp speed. <laughs> uh, what kind of, what, what client do you prefer? What clients in Nostra are you using? I, um, I, what do I have now? I have, I have Damus or Dalmus, however you say sure. it on, uh, on my iPhone. And then I use, what do I have? Um, a lot of them like come and go. Yeah, I've noticed like yep. a lot of them. <laughs> like, I've used a lot of different web clients. And yes, it's the web clients that keep like crapping out on. None me. of them have been the greatest, but uh, one of my buddies at the KC Bitcoiners made a web client out of like curiosity and interest in the Noster protocol himself. He just like wanted to learn how it all works, mm. so he made No Strudel, Ooh. which is kind of been getting a little bit of notice in the last like month or so from uh some of the some of the coinhead podcasts which I'm kind of I'm like so outside of that sphere but yeah it's um, kind of annoying they're which, just the Casey Bitcoiners when they you know hear those shouts out they put them in the they put them in our little Telegram group and so nice. I I know when he's mentioned cuz everybody else brings it in and I can like listen to those clips like the relevant clips and uh yeah he, I love his client because it surfaces a bunch of information and it has every fucking option that I didn't even know existed. So like, it seems like a lot of web clients, some implement this, some implement that you have to kind of guess what's going on behind the scenes. A lot of the times I'm like, okay, I'm, pu I'm pushing to this many relays and some of them failed and I don't know why with, yeah. with his client, it tells you all of the stuff 
like when you make a post, for instance, it tells you uh, how many relays it's posting to, and then not only which ones failed and succeeded and their full URLs, not just the name of them, but like the reason for their failure. So like you can see, oh, you posted to these three relays, but they're paid relays and you're not on the whitelist. And then Uh, this relay timed out, so it might not even be up anymore. Who knows? Is this nostrudel.ninja? Is this it? Yep, that's it. Nice. It actually looks cool, too. It's got a good look. It's got a good look and feel. And for me, I've learned more and like enjoyed my experience more on there than uh, any web client so far. I'm totally in agreement with you. I'm on the Android side of things, so like Amethyst is kind of the polished Android. Yeah, I think that's the one I shout out in the comic. Uh. But for the web, I really am digging Nostrudel and not Sweet. just, I just because, bookmarked it. not just because it's my buddy that made it, but it's no, it looks legit, like real legit. It's really nice. The experience is that you actually are told like, and this is, I don't know why this is so novel for developers, but like you kind of want to just tell the user all of the things that are going on. Right. And like, you don't want a big fucking stack trace, uh, error message. That's three pages long. You have to scroll through, but I would at least like to know more than just a red circle of like, <laughs> oh yeah, this, yeah. this, this didn't work, you know? Yeah, like, totally. You can tell me why. I think that my mom could understand the, the a notification <laughs> that said, oh, paid relay, you're not on the whitelist. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, that means I didn't pay to be on this relay. This is a paid relay. Boom. Fucking simple. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is true. Like ugh, we're being like, we're having all our power stripped away by these super slick apps. Mm-hmm. Like we need slickness in order to get people on board, but then there needs to be, you can't like arbitrarily just keep things from people either, which is right. What, well, and the, the average developer now, they just think in this mindset of like, Oh, well, what's the, what's the least common denominator going to need, you know, like, right. And it's like, you know, it's okay to teach people shit. Like (laughs) it's okay to just surface some information. And yes, maybe not everybody's going to understand that. Maybe, maybe few people at first will understand that, but just surface it. Just keep telling them that. And like, then if they don't get it, they can just keep moving on with their life. But you know, you're teaching people and people are going to grasp onto it. I think a little bit faster. Yeah, totally. I really, uh, more information is better. Always. I was slipping into the same mindset to be quite honest with you when it comes to Nostra about like, ah, who really gives a fuck? Like it's going nowhere, you know? And then, uh, this buddy of mine took such a keen interest in it and is like explaining why it meant so much to him. Uh, which I really love the idea of disposable identities and portable identities. I think that's yeah, that is cool. Really nice. And then the way that relays work, it's, it's a cool concept when you, are into decentralization in general. And there's a lot that can be built on it. I think over time people will discover that. And the beauty of building things on backend platforms or protocols like this is that you can interact with some app that does this in the background and doesn't matter to you, right? Like yeah. you're just looking at the app. So however the information gets up on the screen, you know, your mom's not going to know how that got, like your mom's not going to know the Nostra relays behind it sending things here and there. So I don't know. I think it has a a lot of untapped potential and uh, it's just a little bit newer also than podcasting 2.0. So of course it's going to be, but then I think there's also a lot more uh, money 
dumped into it. So it had a, f- it has had, it's got a bigger hype cycle, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh, old Twitter guy. I can't remember his name. Lumberjack. Dorsey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lumberjack. Lumberjack. He, uh, he was pushing it pretty hard. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I think it's that's probably how to, I heard about it, to be honest. What's your name on there? Identity. I don't even know if I follow you, which is a uh, huge mistake. I think it's extremely live. Okay. I uh, I think I have my key in my uh, Twitter uh, bio. Oh, yeah. There you are. Boom. Sick. Boom, boom, boom. Follow. Should have done that a long time ago. Oh, it's all good. Um, uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm excited by all this stuff. Like, it's very intriguing. And it's like, it feels like it's springing out of necessity now that we see like how uh censorship is now cool and awesome and, and, and <laughs> right and i don't care i got nothing to hide like that's now flipped on the other side of the yep. <laughs> team like god they're just ugh, everyone's just always tricked into giving just ugh, giving their, their lives away in yep. weird ways so it's nice that i'm glad that there are multiple options to like be outside the grips of uh corpo freaks definitely uh yeah i spend most of my social time on on mastodon nogen yeah. social of course because that's where yeah. uh, all my friends are and all the people i love are but i like mastodon too i think it's uh, it's just a nice easy experience yeah it's enjoyable most definitely and you just got to get a good server see now that's the that's the one achilles heel i think of the mastodon thing is like you gotta be a. You gotta get a good server. You have to find a benevolent dictator who is like mm, the master yeah. of your server, and you've got to understand that, like, oh yeah, you can either run your own Mastodon server, which is a pain in the fucking ass, <laughs> especially if you know more than five people join. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Ariner, runs a the Mastodon instance that has like a limit of ten thousand people, and so you know the amount of bullshit posted to this thing constantly is just mind-blowing uh but he is a fantastically benevolent dictator you know and he could like nuke anybody's account that he wants at any time he could you know he's he's in fucking charge and so yeah totally that's the one thing you have to accept on mastodon side of things is like you know somebody's in charge so you know you get somebody who's your guy and then that's fine that's acceptable perhaps but the Noster thing is like nobody's in charge they can relay your shit or not relay your shit but the point is there's a bunch of relays around and in play. Right. So you'd have to get your ass banned from all of them. And then <laughs> that's my even goal for you, 2024. <laughs> even if you do do that, you can spin up three relays that you run and boom, like you're back in action. So totally. Uh, it's cool. It's like there's competing ideas there and different protocols and they all have their pros and cons. But I think that uh, it's all part of this evolution. That's very necessary. And anything stepping away from this corporate bullshit Yes, I, I'm all about it. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the ultimate goal and the most important part, at least for me personally. It's like just make it work well enough, and uh, I'll I'll at least try it out. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm on all this stuff. I uh, I uh, I think I'm on a couple mastodons. Mostly just use no agendas. But there's like uh, all of a sudden I got all these followers from uh, a shit posting Mastodon. <laughs> oh yeah, shit poster club. Yeah, it looks kind of fun. I'm like, yeah. oh, I kind of want to get in there, see what that's about. That's a rowdy one. It's fun. It, like it just reminds me of the old days when you were just like, 
you'd have these like topic specific uh, uh, message boards you'd join, or at least that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just, they do feel like clubs, like weird little clubs. Um, I like that. I like that energy. The, uh, not to jump back in time or anything, but the Animu girl who was hiding her toes, I thought that, uh, if you needed some, um, source material, I saw a meme. I think it was from a shitposter.club. Yeah. Cool boy Mew. He's one of my favorite shitposter accounts. Oh by yeah. The way. We just followed each other. Uh, he posted this meme yesterday or like, it's just a comic of Susan and her feet in the office. And like, she's getting a nice compliment. <laughs> from her coworker there and i just thought you know that is the kind of uh fan service feat that you might use as a i don't know nice inspiration i'll I'll search this out Uh, i put it in the chat okay cool to help you out there you go nice feet susan (laughs) nice feet susan shout out susan (laughs) she she does have really uh you know like me i'm not a foot guy but like i can definitely appreciate these cartoon feet for sure yeah, they're good. They got the the spread toes. Mm-hmm. It's a good look. I don't know I, what that uh, actually means. At, I, people, it's kind of like voyeurs who are uh, voyeurs, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not really a voyeur," <laughs> and that's yeah. how you know. Hmm, you pretty much are. Maybe that's I am funny. like a feet guy going on. <laughs> I like these feet. It's, it's definitely not like if if there's some nice feet in front of me, and then some titties walk by like uh, my head is turning <laughs> you're like you're the uh, that the, other the feet disappear <laughs> yeah. the feet are no longer in my uh reality i'm like whoa look at the but look at over there <laughs> they have these these feet are nice and they have like a nice rosy uh tinge to them yeah they're like perfectly kempt and cleaned and <laughs> pedicured and all right uh, i'm getting it whitley they got some space between them you know you got some ball of the foot going on and my co-host is Whitley, so I'm shouting her out. I get it. I understand now. <laughs> she would appreciate this cartoon, I think. Yeah. She would say, oh, you're do you sweet. Mind, do you guys mind if I uh, jack it for a couple minutes here? <laughs> oh, this is the bull, man. There's no rules in here. <laughs> You'd love it. That's right. This is um, funny. It's, uh, it's Oh, man. I, gotta, I just got to jack off right now. <laughs> there we go. Wow. Good one. <laughs> this is a uh, supply on that um, sexual harassment meme. Too, That's right. Which is fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, <laughs> That's such a classic. Uh, definitely. I love the evolution and the different iterations of the memes. For sure. Uh, I'd love to, uh, getting back to what Lorian was bringing up with the bulletin board, you have a little homegrown hit shout out. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. Embedded in there. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Yeah, totally. I uh I I I I feel bad it's so like hard to like it's like so small. I, I didn't realize it was gonna print that small, otherwise I would have uh bumped up my handwriting a little more. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, I, I it's so cool you're doing that. I I just love that whole model of like just forwarding value on to like cool independent musicians. It's, uh, I mean, like radio's dead. So like, why not do something cool like that? Yeah, exactly. They deserve it. They put in the tough work of putting an RSS feed together and, uh, uploading their files. And now we get to send the value straight to them, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, It's super badass. And it's crazy how many people are onboarding, uh, to just host their own. 
Yeah. Now we're at like nine pages of true DMU artists on the Homegrown Hits website. That's so, so cool. It's exciting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There's all these little like things happening like that where it's like, I, I, I just love that. I, it's, 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 it's what everyone should be doing. And it feels like people, more and more people are realizing it. And, and I, I feel like, more like normies are getting on board with, yeah, I I shouldn't just take the slop that is fed to me through yep. like the app store and you know what I mean? Like people are getting it slowly but surely. More it's becoming more of a thing. Even my wife is like like, oh, they're they're taking everything off the streaming and now I can't watch anything I like. Like this sucks. Like like yep. I'm like, yeah, we should build a media server just <laughs> Torrent shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun little project. Totally. Um, yeah, it's Sail the it's seven exciting. proxies, man. Hell yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I, going back to uh, Homegrown Hits, it's just, it's a great idea. It's super fun. And, uh, man, it's just so cool that this is all starting to be possible, finally. And, like, the value part of it is, like, so huge. Like, that's what excited me about Noster too. It's like, yep. now, now a like is actually meaningful. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like just the idea. And it doesn't really, yes, it's like, like a quarter of a penny or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, it doesn't feel like you're like breaking the bank to like tell a stranger that they did something cool. Yeah. You know? And like, if a thousand people do that, you made $5 that will turn into $500 in a decade. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's sweet. I also love the numerology aspect where people are putting these numbers that mean something to them. Yeah. You know, like it's it's much more than numbers than the even the value and uh I at the beginning of the whole podcasting 2.0 stuff, people were like uh the pushback people were like it kept translating into dollars and being like, "Oh, you're getting 17 cents. Like who gives a fuck?" And it's like, "No, we're not though. We're getting we're getting like 420 sats, dude." Like it's a different thing. And yeah, totally. I know you're going to roll your eyes at that, but I don't give a fuck. Like it's a different thing that's going on. And like one day you'll understand it. One day you'll look back and say, fuck, he was right. It is a different thing. Yeah, totally. It, it really is. Like it, it's so, I don't know what it is, but it makes me happy. It like really gets me excited. So. Totally. It just feels like, hell yeah, we have this thing now that we can like, you know, worst case scenario, we can route around like our evil governments. <laughs> like, yeah, like if uh, if all hell breaks loose, we have something to protect ourselves and like interact and 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 um, I don't know, take care of each other. That's killer, man. I, yeah, it's like an exciting time and place to be for sure. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's just getting cooler. Which uh, you know. It's exciting. That's why I was just trying to like figure, trying to figure out like what I can add to the conversation and like what value I can like create. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I came upon comic book for whatever reason. It's like, I don't I've always wanted to make one. Like I, 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 I can draw to a certain extent and I can write to an certain extent. And like, yeah. I'm just going to do it. So I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go for it. And, uh, Fuck and yeah. put, put serious work into it and like try and get cool messages out there into the world 
while still being entertaining. <laughs> I love, please don't stop because I love it. Thanks. Dude. It is yeah. like, I can tell that it brought you joy. It's something that you enjoy doing. And it's just so like, uh, different from anything I've seen before. Hell yeah, um, dude. I, I was curious. So orange flavor, is there like a subtle kind of Bitcoin undertone of hundred percent? Yeah. Okay. Not to say a hundred percent. I know that's a no, no, but, oh. uh, no yeah, it, it totally is. Like, oh I, my I, god, yes. <laughs> I uh, I I was, took forever to find a name. First mm. of all, like names are important to me. Like, I like a cool name. Sure. And uh, I finally like stumbled on for orange flavor. It just felt fun. I was like, oh, it sounds like a soda. Yeah. Like it's it it just has this kind of uh producty sound to it which i liked <laughs> and uh yeah i totally was like oh because initially i was like oh this is going to be a, a bitcoin uh comic book yep and then i was like well i i, I kind of want to make like a real comic book like i i, I want to like be entertaining i don't want to be like a preacher yeah like you know what i mean like yep so it's like i'm just going to talk about the things I'm into in ways that I think is entertaining and I'm not going to limit it to any one thing. Um, but I, I, I appreciate I, the I shit kept out the of name. that, man. Thanks. Yeah. Because, it's just, and I wanted to say like, you're, you're one of the Bitcoiners I've met who is not like a Bitcoin bro <laughs> and everybody knows what I'm talking about yep. with the Bitcoin bro. And yeah, there's like, a lot uh, of weird energy out there for sure. It's almost another iteration of like the wokeism and of the anti-wokeism and of the other tribal weirdness shit where it's like Yeah, everybody's tribing up know. for sure. Like yeah. the principles that you're the principles that are behind your outlandish behavior aren't wrong, however. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, However, you're not winning anyone over. Right. And there's more to life also. And so I love that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love there's an underlying tone and theme, but that it's not in your face because then it's approachable. Then it's like, you know, there's so many people who have just been hammered by the Bitcoin bros to where like, as soon as you say Bitcoin, they just are done. Right. They're just shut off and they're like, oh, no, this is another one of that fucking thing. I'm yeah, not totally. interested. I'm not doing it. I'm not down. And this like. I want to say, like, aside from the bulletin board itself, like, is there really even, uh, is there really even any kind of Bitcoin stuff specifically or like explicitly? The only things, yeah, are the bulletin board, and I tried to do it in a way where it's like, like, as a as a way to use it too, not just like, dude, buy Bitcoin, it's yep. going to the moon. You know yep. what I mean? Like, not talking about any of that shit. It's like. Yep. Here's a way that you can use the internet that's cool and fun and interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, like, so yeah, there's the only time I explicitly like, I think I only say Bitcoin once on here or twice even. Uh, and it's just to like explain like, Oh, what, and what sats are basically. And then the cool art to hang in your gulag, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's that a, is a Bitcoin reference. It's a, it's a guy on a orange motorcycle, almost, uh, kind of captain sid vibes here i don't know if you know the uh, if you know captain sid no or, I don't, or, actually. or if this is just his own guy uh so captain sid we met because he was doing a bitcoin tour across the united states on his harley oh i do know about this and he swung through the kc bitcoiners and we did have him on the show uh although we had we talked to him remotely after he had left kc but uh he lives i want to say in thailand now 
Oh, that's cool. And uh, he ran around on an orange motorcycle kind of like this. And, that's uh, so funny. All the Bitcoiners like, signed his saddlebags and stuff. But anyway, uh, Bowlers, the image I'm looking at is a, a guy in a Fallout Wanderer suit. <laughs> Is clearly what this is, right? And I, it's funny you say I love Fallout. I wasn't thinking of Fallout when I made it, but now that I look at it, it's totally. He's like a vault he's, dweller, he's 100%. Got, he's from Vault 21, because <laughs> yeah, he would totally. be. Uh, he's leaning against, so you see his back. He's leaning against this Harley, on the, uh, which is on his stand. And he's like got a cigarette going in his hand, and he's reading a newspaper that says Chancellor on the brink of the second bailout for banks, which of course is the famous. Uh, inscription on the Genesis block. Hell yeah, dude. And a uh, little volcano in the background. I think a little nod probably to El Salvador. Maybe? Yeah, that's that's uh, uh, a uh, a picture of El Salvador I use for reference. Oh, uh, sick. Exactly, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's their main volcano. I love this because there's so much going on in here. And the thing I love about art too, when you make it symbolic, but you don't, make it all explicit. Like you leave it yeah. up to interpretation. Like you allow me to see Captain Sid in this picture. You allow me to see like a fallout jumpsuit, even though that's not what you were putting in there. Like it can come across, like I can come and experience this thing with my, uh, worldview on it and like pull out my own meaning. Like it sings to me, you know? Totally. That was exactly my goal of like every piece of like Bitcoin themed art is so like, straight up like just giant symbol a bitcoin symbol like pasted onto something else i'm just like dude uh-huh. you can talk about this this shit in a way that just looks cool or like doesn't yeah you that doesn't hit you over the head you with don't it. have to force it man you can just let it happen with all the other things that are going on like totally and yeah. that's how bitcoin's been in my life too like it didn't change my life it didn't become my new jesus yeah, totally. I just found this better way to do money, which I'm not like obsessed with. Money doesn't run my life either, right? But like I found a better way to do money. And so when I do money stuff, uh I try to pull Bitcoin into it more often. I didn't right. like drop the dollar the next day, you know, I still gotta fuck with the dollar. Totally. But it's just this uh it's just another aspect of my life. And so like to have uh to have that culturally represented, I think is just so Again, just a breath of fresh air, man. All of this throughout uh, your your comic here. Thanks, dude. I, I appreciate that. That was exactly the goal of just like talk about it because I like it. I'm interested in it, and uh, but I but I don't ex- I don't want it to be. Oh, that's the Bitcoin comic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I just want it to be like you should try it in your you know try your in your life like it, like. The fact that it's not a coin walking around, but it's a soda can. Like, I just love (laughs) everything about it. I wanted to ask you this because it kind of has been striking me lately. I think that it's much more difficult for somebody who has a lot of fiat wealth to understand, like, the value Bitcoin really can bring. And I think it's very easy for somebody who's fiat broke and has been has experienced being just poor as fuck in fiat terms to understand it a lot easier yeah i could see that being true i mean definitely rich people are like i I, i've met a handful of pretty exceptionally wealthy people this time at, at this point and like 
all of them like couldn't give a shit about Bitcoin. Like they're like, it's like maybe heard of it, but like no, they they have no, they have no like inherent need to be worried about money in any way. Sure, Bitcoin is like basically the a middle finger to their whole. Right. Well, I think like a lot of the a lot of the wealthier people I've met in this space are like tangentially interested in it because through it, they can mine more fiat, you know? Right. Right. Uh, treat it like a stock, hold it, but they're ready for the, they're ready to pivot to the next thing. You know, yeah, a totally. lot of those people have that attitude of like, yeah, but what else is coming up? Like Bitcoin's kind of done its thing. Right. When like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think a lot of us understand how early it still all is. Yeah. And, I mean, like when I started writing this, uh, that, that b- bulletin board thing, if you had bought Bitcoin when I wrote, initially wrote it to when it got published, you'd be up like 150%. <laughs> it's so wild. Wild. It's so wild. Um, yeah, it just kind of occurred to me. And then like, well, the first time I really thought about it was when we watched that, uh, documentary at Steve's law firm. Um, oh, dare to dream. Dare to dream. Yeah. Is a documentary about the whole El Salvador Bitcoin blow up and Bitcoin Beach and El Zante and how that like the origin story of it. Yeah. And uh it kind of clicked with me. It's like, yeah, so to get connected to these traditional banking services, like if you're broke and if you're like out in a rural spot, you know, it's it's a lot. It's very taxing to have to ride the bus an hour to get to a Western union to receive some kind of remittance payment totally. that gets feed all the shit. And then you walk out of there with cash and you got to like, hope you don't get robbed or you got to like pay the yeah. local motorcycle gang protection fee just to get back on the bus to get, you know, home, like pay us some of it or we'll take fucking all of it kind of shit. Like, yeah, there's a lot of hoops to jump through when, you know, you can stay a lot safer and keep all your money just by sending yeah. a lightning payment. Totally. For me, it was uh, once I started uh, understanding inflation and how mm. there's a dude who arbitrarily <laughs> decides that. Fucking a like, dude, man. Yeah, it's absurd. And that like everyone who's every like one percenter who owns all the assets gets richer every time inflation is high. And all people like me who, you know, don't have assets get broker. Yeah. It's like, once I understood that and that like Bitcoin is the, basically has the opposite, uh, uh, um, system where it just like steadily increases in value over time. Right. I'm like, okay, this, it makes sense to use it as like a savings account. Like this is, this is interesting to me. And then, yeah, everybody gets into it. Uh, initially is like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to buy a hundred dollars and turn it to a thousand. I'm going to sell it. Right. Like, yeah, that was me. Like when I first heard about Bitcoin, hundred percent, uh, in like uh, 20, was it 2017? I think was like the first time it like had a real big pop and everyone yeah. was excited. And of course I bought it at the top and then it immediately crashed and I'm like, Oh fuck. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, it was, would you buy it like a top of like nine or 10 K and then it crashed to like something like four yeah, or something? something like that. Hilarious yeah. well, numbers in hindsight. I know. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, like as I read more about, like I educated myself more about just money in general and like how, how economics works and stuff and how like all the top ec- economists are 
complete morons. <laughs> like, right. like it's like, oh yeah, it makes sense that yet another uh, group of experts are um, just like scamming everybody and getting rich off of it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I uh, that that became the the thing I was more more interested in, and and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> just to say that like. Yeah, it is more than like I want to buy a fucking Lamborghini or some dumb shit Definitely. like that. Like, and I think I'm starting to see changes in in people I know personally who who are um, not turning their nose up as much as they used to. Like, like you were saying, like you say the word Bitcoin and everyone goes, "Oh God!" Right? Um, because it is more than that. It is more interesting than that, and it's. And again, like that kind of like outsider getting around institutions like that to me is the most exciting, interesting piece. And I think everyone of every political, uh, 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 you know, stance is starting to see the, the need for decentralization and, um, not having to trust, uh, certain people and things like that. And I think it's just a matter of time, man. Like it's going to become less weird in the next decade for sure. When this thing like hits a hundred K like all the greedy, like, like how I was, uh, are going to come out. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be another time. Yep. Exactly. The the whole pattern repeats itself, but just with more people each time. Exactly. You go in like a greedy scumbag Mm -hmm. and you come out the other end, a at least slightly more educated person yeah. who uh, who can protect themselves from from crappy things that are happening in our world. Yeah, I mean the Sam Bankman Fried guy. He was the new Mount Gox, and totally BlackRock will be the next Sam Bankman Fried. Man, like it's just oh gonna God, yeah, it's gonna keep going louder and bigger. Yeah, and, uh, and every time it seems like it's gonna die, and then every time it comes back yeah. with like a f- roaring force, and everybody's like, "It's the first time it's ever happened," you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what chuckles me out. Yeah, I I, I love it. I I am very interested in it, and um, it, it, it's exciting. It's nice to uh, not be in the red currently. That's always a, <laughs> a nice, yeah, no uh, doubt, nice feeling. But um, yeah, I uh. I've definitely mellowed out on all the screaming about Bitcoin stuff. Yeah. Just, just. I tried to I, evangelize when we first got into podcasting too, but no, I tried to evangelize for like a week <laughs> and it yeah. just, I was like, whoa, I really can't handle this. Like, yeah, I'm also not good at it. Like I, I there, there's yep. people who are so good Same. at it. Like they get you so excited. I'm like, well, for uh, me, for me, I get trapped into this, like. I need you to be saved type of thing. Like I get my emotions in it and I'm like, I'm trying to explain it to you. And then it turns into this whole, like the people bring out the obvious FUD where like, if you're a thinking person, you always think the same things like, okay, what if the government shuts it down? Okay. What if it goes to zero tomorrow? Okay. All of this type of stuff. Right. Uh, which we've, you know, if you've been through that and like, you're comfortable to be past that, then it becomes like this war of like, oh, well, I'm going to send you this link and this link and this link. And I'm like, dude, I'm not <laughs> fucking sending links and stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, and so I was just like, look, if you don't 
If you're not ready, that's fine. I still love you. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to need it. I don't need you to be in it. Like, yeah, I'd love you to be here because I love you, but I'm just going to keep like doing my thing out here. And if you, exactly. if you have questions, please hit me up. But like, I don't like, I'm not going to hit you over the head with it every day and I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I came to the same exact place of just like, all my friends know I know about Bitcoin and they can ask me about it anytime they want yep. and I will, I will be glad to help them. But yeah, it's no longer like me at a party, like, like you say, emotionally talking about yeah. Bitcoin. It's just, I can't do that it's anymore. Taxing, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it is. And it, I don't think it even works. Like, I think it makes yeah. everyone, it makes you look weird and like freaks all your friends out. Totally. <laughs> it's like if you're, uh, if you have a really good buddy and he's got a really bad girlfriend yeah, and you just got to yeah. be like, well, we're gonna just be cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't, exactly. You can't be like, bro, bro, listen, bro. I got to tell you, bro. She's not good for you, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what's that gonna do? You know, like, yeah. then, then you lose a friend and you've uh, pushed them closer to the to the awfulness. Like, you just gotta be like, hey, man. Well, yeah, totally. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even you think, understand what I'm saying. Here? I'll even I'll even <laughs> think about her, man. I love you. <laughs> so funny, <laughs> you know. You yeah, know totally. goes, man. It, um, yes, exactly. I my favorite. I want to say my favorite line in the entire book. My favorite line of of your uh, first edition here is: "We aren't having children because of a bar graph we saw on John Oliver." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that 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 was also part of why this comic book was born. Is I had a bunch of stuff like that. Where it's just like a one page gag. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's funny. But like, how, what am I going to, am I putting this on Instagram? Am I going to start like, <laughs> right. like, what am I doing with this? And I kept making shit like that. And then uh, it finally clicks. It's like, well, they all kind of have a similar energy and theme. Yeah. And, um, and they kind of like all look cool next to each other. And, and then I, you know, I f stumbled upon again the Dan Klaus Eight Ball. It's a super awesome comic book um, series. Everyone should check out. Uh, and it's just, it was just exactly. I basically lifted the dude's fucking uh, um, layout of just like having a story up front, and then a bunch of fun gags in the back, and then, nice. and then you know, wrap up shop and do it again next month type deal. Um, I, I did recently get into like. Um trying to uh, digitally steal some old comic type stuff, you know? Um, Dude, I, I, I do it all the time. And I was, honestly, I think people kind of get that now and are like, yeah, if you're into it, mm -hmm. like eventually you're going to want to buy it. Like I would love to figure out, man, I think it would be very cool. We should, we should chat over the next, uh, I mean, we always talk, but like we should specifically talk about getting you the first, comic book on an rss feed man Ooh, yes. and have a boostable comic book i think it can be done dude that sounds fucking awesome nobody's done it but i think it can be done and just have an enclosure as a i mean it could be a pdf or it could be what are these comic book files i've been downloading maybe you're familiar with these things uh, oh i'm not I gotta, sure i think the most of the stuff i get is, is pdf uh but um here we go uh cbz 
and CBR. Uh, you you yeah. ever hear these? Yes, yes. They like open in like specialized comic book readers. Yeah. So this all started for me. This journey started for me because, uh, Lorian, you turned me on to the Max. Yes. Dude, I just bought the first issue of that. It's so cool. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah, I found it randomly at a store. My brother's always talking it up, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll check it out. Really good. It was like uh, she knew the con- she knew the cartoon from MTV. Yeah, and so she was like, "You got to watch the Max." And we watched the Max, and it was great and fantastic. But it felt like I was like, "There's just so many holes in the story, and I want to know more." And there's like, <laughs> you know, like what's actually going on? There's so much that's left unexplained, and what the fuck is this all about? And so then I like did my Wikipedia rabbit hole as I typically do. And, you know, it it talked about how, you know, this was originally a comic book series and then MTV picked it up and they kind of, you know, wrote some of it, but they didn't get the whole story into the TV series. And right. So then I just went around trying to find the max and I couldn't find the max, but I did find these, uh, weird old eighties and nineties, like, uh, kind of strange, smutty comics <laughs> that are just kind of right up my alley. And a lot of um remind me of the, in the f- terms of like format and variety of what you've got going on. Like some of them are called, oh, real smut series is from the early nineties. And there's this artistic lasciviousness <laughs> from also looks like it ran through the nineties as well. Uh, just kind of random stuff. And there's different artists that have contributed. Uh, and then this format, I had never seen it before. Like these, uh, these CBZ files. Yeah. Um, it's just really cool. Cause then you can just flip through the actual pages and like, you can even see a crease in the middle type thing. Like somebody's done the scans and then totally. page by page, you've got like as close to the look and feel as you can get for these digital comic books. Yeah, that is cool, man. The comic books are so cool, and that like, so they they were they had like that they were basically attacked uh, at a certain point with like the comic books code authority or whatever, like Ugh. they they like to like get them to censor themselves. The fun and police, I, yeah, exactly. And I think it's because they're like anyone can make one, and therefore anyone can spread their message through them. Yeah, and I think that. That was like an early version of like, oh, this is dangerous because like sure. the, a message that isn't the official narrative could get out there, and like <laughs> they got they caught caught in the, might, the uh, might subvert the children, man. Yeah, dude, can't be doing and, that. And um, that's no. <laughs> what's just so cool about them to me is that like one person can make a really cool product that like gets you excited, and it's just all their vision. It's just like all them, um, and it's it, it. There's something very powerful about just the, it being able to just the combination of imagery and words like that is very interesting. And Definitely. I think, uh, I think more people w- like comic books than they know, you know, like I think a yeah. lot of people don't have never read a comic book and don't know that they like them and that there's a comic book out there for them. Oh man. I used to always grab the paper and read the strips growing up. And yeah, like, same. even though I knew Back then, that almost all of them were lame as shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Fucking Marmaduke, Sally Forth, <laughs> Family, Family Circus, Circus yeah. uh, and Blonde. Like some of the most dumb, awful, mundane shit I've ever looked at in my life. 
<laughs> but I still would read every single one of them. You know, yeah, like, me too. It's funny you say that. I uh, same thing. I was like, this isn't super funny, but I'm drawn to them. Yeah, and I I literally take the time to read all of them. It's like Zippy it's the Pinhead. He was never saying anything that made a lick of fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. but the imagery was so fantastic that it was one of my favorites. You know, like I loved Zippy the Pinhead. Yeah, and I uh, I've only recently. Uh, found out about him through a, like a comic book um um documentary i can't remember what it's called um but uh, that guy's interesting his whole uh his whole energy is funny yeah definitely shit man we're at we're 90 minutes in and i haven't even got to an origin story yet so i want to ask you about the origin story of like drawing and comics in general like how did you first get attracted to that and you you know yeah. you've said you've said you've had this interest your whole life but like where does that start so my grandfather was a huge huge comic book uh and just kind of nerd culture in general person like a super early like dork basically <laughs> uh <laughs> he had an absolutely insane comic book collection and he liked video games like he had an atari and like he bought us our first super nintendo and he bought himself one for this at the same christmas we were playing super nintendo with our our grandfather um but yeah he had a, just an absolutely insane comic collection and like a, a, like all like like the indie stuff like all marvel dc yes but like also all kinds of like like collections of comic strips from the newspaper and wow. like so I got exposed through comics through him and uh like my brother me and my little brother the the one who's like the co-star of the poor the the kid with the knife okay uh he and I he and I would just just sit and read our grand our grandpa's comics like hours and hours and hours it was just so fun and like he was more he was more drawn to the Marvel DC stuff like superhero stuff and then I was more drawn to um the Carl Barks uh Donald Duck and uh, Uncle Scrooge comics okay but also the uh he had um Little Nemo and Slumberland do you know of this yeah mhm like the art on that is just so fucking incredible and Definitely. I just that was like the one I always wanted to look at and um and and so I I kind of like I like Spider Man and I like Batman uh, and you know I think they're cool but like I don't like go to the comic shop and like buy the latest like superhero comics or anything like sure. that. But I got I got more into like yeah these more like just very art art artfully drawn uh, kind of more offbeat um, stuff that he had yeah. and uh, and we all my whole family can. Tr- draw basically we all just love drawing and oh cool sit around and draws i mean we, we just spent a lot of time just drawing um as just the, a way to entertain ourselves sure uh so i've just always been doing it and i've i've always had a love of comic books i've always wanted to make one um but it's just one of those things where for whatever reason it's like i ah, i'm not good enough you know i, I gotta uh-huh. be i gotta get better i always like that's always in my head it's like i always have to be better before I can do it. You know what I mean? Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, definitely. So it took a very, very long time, um, to, to work up the nerve and also honestly have the money to like have a shit ton of comic books printed. Yep. But, uh, I, I, I'd done stuff on and off like 
as a as an experiment or just for fun for a long time. I used to post like little comics on Instagram, and for a minute there, I started doing um, a, a Sopranos uh, comic. Yeah, where I was just like making my own s- dumb situations for like Tony Soprano and <laughs> the crew to get into. Nice, and it's super fun and like people. People, it got a good reaction. Like a lot of people were like super into it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I can make like comics. Like the people like give a shit about this is kind of cool. And uh, I eventually like petered out on that, and I was just like, "Seems silly to spend a lot of time and energy doing this with a thing that I can't really do anything with because I don't own the characters or anything like that." Sure, you know, not like I, I'm expecting to make a millions of dollars on comic books or anything, but like if you're going to spend your time doing it, you should do, you should do your own, your own creations. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was like the last like serious comic thing I was doing. And then I kind of got, I just kind of pulled back on that. And then I wanted to do something ever since. And it was just drawing, like I said, those like one off like that, uh, then and now, uh, one pager gag. I literally just drew that. Cause it came into my mind and then I just took a picture of it and was just texting it to friends. And that's all I did was sick <laughs> until I put it in this comic book. I love it. <laughs> I, we just dumped it in the chat. Um, Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. W- share, share anything. Like, like I'm not, um, I literally give you the option on the website to like take the PDF for free. Uh, the website again, for anyone listening is, um, orange flavor dot fun. Um, and it, it uh, was fun. So I'm really also stoked that you have like this value for value option um, on your website for the digital download, which I think is really cool. A lot of creative types have had great success with that type of thing. And it's just the whole value for value model in general, where you don't yeah. put a floor where you have to say, okay, you got to at least buy me a cup of coffee or you can't get in because that right. just cuts out uh 90% of your audience really realistically or more yeah totally yeah totally like it's annoying that stripe doesn't let you uh they force you to charge 50 cents that's why i basically came up with the oh you can steal it from the store so that you didn't have to pay the oh, the gotcha. floor price it's so annoying i like i don't get that yeah, yeah. I, I they just want their like credit card right. swipe well they just fee. want like oh a click should translate into transaction you know yeah totally they're so, stuck in that the same mindset, but yeah, exactly. So in order to make it truly value for value, I was like, well, I, I, I want people to be able to get it for $0. Yeah. So that's so that fun. Yeah. You, <laughs> make them uh, pull out a yeah. knife and steal it. From <laughs> yeah, <them. laughs> totally. Oh, so man. funny to me. Oh, that's great. And then, uh, I did get mine today for 420, by the way, because oh hell yeah, thank you, bro. Um, because mine has not arrived in the mail yet, but when that I'm arrives, excited for, oh I'm excited God. for you to get it. Let me know if it never shows up or something. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll send another because I want you to definitely want you to have a copy. Um, I, there is something about holding it in your hands. We're doing this oh, yeah. uh, fun, wacky promotion through the month of December where we're uh, giving away a calendar I made of all Lorian nudes, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice. Because, uh, you know, we've done these photo shoots throughout, like, the entire time we've known each other. And I've just had them around. And, like, I share them on social sites sometimes and put them here and there. But there's just, like, 
I haven't really done anything physical with them. And so this is the first time I've ever had them printed out professionally and like held it in my hand. And there's absolutely something different and magical when you get the physical copy and you're like, holy fuck, like, look at this thing. Yeah, it's sick, dude. Like, I've never had like a product before, you know? And it's, it's, I'm actually just as excited to figure out how the hell I'm going to sell all these (laughs) over the next year as I was making it. Is it just jam-packed? Your apartment's just like full of uh, boxes and boxes of comic books? I was scared of that because we're in New York City, so we don't have a ton of space. I'm I'm pleased to report 500 comic books do not take up nearly as much space as you would think. Sick. Uh, Thank God, because I was actually very... I have like a box of like t-shirts for my video show here. Yeah. I like resent looking at it because it's like <laughs> just taking up space on the floor. Is it all just like floor. smalls and double XLs left? Or? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we did uh, we did one uh, shirt that like just caught fire. Everybody wanted one. We sold out like immediately. And then we made a second one. People were like, oh, that's kind of cool. And it's like, been like, come on. I got to get these <laughs> fuckers out of oh, my house. No. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, what we were saying oh yeah just like a physical product yeah Yeah. dude it's 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 it is different like it's so cool like and i don't know man there's something specific about just like imagery i just i I don't know i just love most definitely yeah the ones i used to get lost in uh net ned mentioned the far side in in the chat oh yeah far side the far side and calvin and Hobbes were my two ultimates I just bought the complete collection of Calvin and Hobbes a couple months ago. Nice. Because I'm like, I have to have that. I like, I loved that when oh, I was a kid. When he busted out the watercolors and did like the full oh, page, my God. you know, Sunday spread thing. Like, That's my next um, goal is to start doing more of the color on paper. Uh, I color almost exclusively in Photoshop. Mm. Uh, but I tried to do as much, I did as much of this comic on pen and paper as I humanly could because Mm -hmm. I edit video all day. I stare at, you know, the computer all day for work. Right. And it's just so much more, it's like meditative to just use like a dip pen with ink on paper and like have a physical object even before the print, you know, like it's just something about it. I really, really like. So that's my next goal is to like get way better at, uh, Specifically, I bought, um, it's called um, poster color. And it's like, Hmm. it's in between watercolor and gouache uh, in that it's like, it's, it's like thicker than watercolor, but um, it's not, um, it can like fade over time or something, but it's what uh, all the, uh, the uh, anime movies, like backgrounds are painted with this stuff. Okay. Um, like all the studio Ghibli shit is all poster color, uh, paintings and oh, uh, Akira, Akira is the one that I was thinking of, uh, that, that whole background. So yeah, I want to get more painterly with it. More, more, the, the more I do this, the more I don't, the, 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 the less I want to use a computer to create it basically. Sure. Um, so that's the goal for the next one. This is so cool. The color choices that you've made too. I really vibe with your palette. Um, thanks yeah i that i've always that's the other thing is like i've always been like worried about color like i i don't yeah like i i didn't you know go to school for art or anything like that like i i don't i mean i i i have like a color wheel so i know like what you know yeah what like the neighboring color works with each other or sure. whatever but uh it's just a lot of experimenting and 
Yeah, I like it too. I think it came out pretty good. For, like for web dev, I'm always on uh, Adobe's color tool. It's color.adobe.com. So you can use oh, that even if you this. don't have a subscription. But it gives you all the different uh, color harmony rules. So like if you yeah. want if you want different shades of something, or if you want like a monochromatic uh, color palette, or if you want a triad or a square, all of that shit. It's so nice. You just like pick your one color and then it gives you the ability to harmonize the colors. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then I love that. You can also take an image. So like you could upload the cover page of orange flavor to color.adobe and it would pop out like the five best kind of complementary colors that you use That's the cool. most of per pixel in there. And it would just be like, all right, here's your, here's your website theme these totally. five colors that's awesome i use it all the time it's fucking fantastic yeah i'm kind of a nut about color too i'd never yeah i came up in journalism so like i had to make color choices but i never really had a class on like okay here's how you do it stupid i've just kind yeah. of had these tools that i've relied on and like and and just my eye and my gut instinct you know yeah totally that's definitely part of it i ended up uh one of my favorite palettes i uh I took a bunch of screenshots of the latest Animal Crossing game, <laughs> and I I just pulled colors from Animal Crossing just because I like the colors. Nice. And I use that I use that for tons of stuff. Um, I also like black and white a lot too, though. Like um, I read a lot of manga, and almost that's almost exclusively like black ink on white paper. Yeah. And uh, there's something powerful about a really well drawn black and white image that I like as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> no, you're totally right. I, I, I love the, I love all of the different kind of contrasting things you've got going on here. What was the decision, uh, with color versus black and white? Like, was there just a, a price point decision? Yeah, to go it was with? literally just cost. Okay. But also, honestly, if, if I did like a full color one, I would definitely still have like black and white line art in there. Sure. But, uh, yeah, the, it's just, the cost was so much higher to do a full color. Yeah, I bet. Maybe in the future, if I like, it's all at this point. This is all experimental, you know. Like seeing if there's even a, enough people out there who want to look at this thing and pay money for it. Um, but uh, I, uh, I would love to put as much, you know, resource into this thing as I possibly could. It's just a matter of <laughs> seeing, seeing uh, how much demand there is for it. Definitely. Well, I think that uh, the demand is like latent in there. It's just getting it uh, in front of people's eyes. Like they'll totally once they see this thing, man. I think they'll be like, "Yeah, I do want this." <laughs> I'm hoping so. I, I, I it gets a good reaction every time I give it to people, and uh, I am definitely going to try. I mean, like, I'm seriously my 2024 is going to be dedicated to getting these comic books out of my apartment. So <laughs> kick ass. Well, we'll do anything we can to help you do that for sure. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that, that, uh, that, that's, uh, helpful and I, and appreciate it for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to like, uh, to just come up with get gags for, I, I basically am going to do like social media gags of like me, like doing stunts, like, like hawking them in the subway and shit like oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I have a lot of stuff planned that uh, I'm excited to do. Guerrilla comic book sales. A hundred percent. Yeah, Fuck and like, yeah. Get, and getting it into like, 
stores that aren't comic book stores. That's really important to me just because I think, I think once you see it, like you, there, a certain amount of people will just be like, yeah, I want to see what the fuck this is. Like there's just something like about a comic book being in a place where you weren't expecting one. Yep. Uh, especially these days, like they're they're, just, they're nowhere except yeah. comic book stores, which is such a bummer. I'm just thinking like the trash tabloid bullshit plus the People magazine bullshit mm-hmm. plus orange flavor. Like that thing is going to just jump right off in my face. Exactly. Like, I don't see any of the other bullshit. Like I can only stare at so many fucking pictures of Brad Pitt. Like, <laughs> yeah. look at this. Sodi. I want Sodi over here, man. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The smashed out NYPD robot? What yeah, the hell is dude, this? There's a pigeon <laughs> shitting on this robot. Oh, yeah, that, that that's my uh that's my all my free time this year is is dedicated to that. And then I, I'm I plan on doing like um uh kind of a substantial um free comic posted directly to the website each month as well and like kind of like use that as the, to serialize the next one. And then, uh, you know, if, uh, things go well, I'll, uh, get, get another one printed up and have, you know, exclusive stuff in there and do it all again. That's the, that's the plan. That's a great plan, man. Um, one of the other things that we talked about a little bit last time we sat down, um, it it kind of tickled me because we didn't talk about drawing a single time. And so this was kind of a talent. I had no idea that uh, was in your wheelhouse. Uh, oh, that's funny. But we did talk about birth and home birth, et cetera. And that, Oh yes. That then and now comic just uh, really redrove at home for me. And so I was, I was <laughs> curious or interested if you've uh, come any closer, or massaged any, uh, any of these ideas since we last spoke? <laughs> I've, uh, I, I have, uh, uh, a little, I uh, uh, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, uh, I keep j- See, making we, that's jokes. The, that's the problem. Like we don't have the bar graphs like John Oliver does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's harder to like swing the ideas, you know? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm doing my best. We'll see how we do. It's getting down to the wire. Um, you had mentioned the, the fan of, uh, superhero versus the fan of the kind of other stuff, but our oldest boy, our third kid, John, he is like obsessed with Spider-Man now. Yeah. Spider-Man's cool, dude. It's like all Spider-Man, everything. And so then his, uh, great grandma knows that and he'll, she'll send him Spider-Man toys in the mail. And, um, on Halloween, I took him to the grocery store like right before a show. Cause Halloween was on Tuesday. So we did a bowl. Uh, but I made a grocery store run and, uh, one of the guys at the deli was in a Spider-Man costume. Oh, it's so funny. And so he was just over, like absolutely over the moon about it. Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man. That's, that's me. Great. Every time he says Spider-Man, he'll be like, that's Spider-Man. That's me. <laughs> I'm that's Spider-Man. So funny. I, uh, I started reading, uh, on one of those, uh, uh, piratey comic book <laughs> websites i started reading the original run of spider-man and uh it's cool man it, it is really good i see i see why it's had such a like lasting uh just it's been around for so long now at yeah. this point and, and i'm actually they're they're like rebooting 
uh, one of the Spider-Man universe comics. I think I'm going to actually give it a shot because I, I do want to, I do want to read more of that stuff. I, I'm, I am curious about it for just for, for whatever reason, I haven't taken the time. Yeah. It's one of those, uh, I feel like there's just so much superhero exposure, you know, that it's not, yeah. it's not something that stands out and like glints at us. Yeah, totally. It's yeah, it's just become like its own huge thing. Uh and then also like a lot of the adult fans of it are <laughs> like their own version of a Bitcoin bro where it's like, "Oh god, <laughs> yep. I don't want to hear about Captain Marvel right. and what your opinions are." On Actually. It or <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I uh I do acknowledge that it is cool and I would like to dip my toes deeper. Basically anything from like Shonen Jump is like the Japanese version of like a Marvel superhero. Sure. So I basically like Dragon Ball Z is like like a Chinese or Chinese Japanese uh version of like the Marvel universe right. in its own way. Oh, we were, so I do like that stuff. But. We really loved my hero, even though it's like oh, yeah. the mainstream mainline Shonen Jump thing over the past oh, yeah, few totally. years. Like I don't give a fuck. It was well done and like very wholesome and like there's just so much energy, you know, when there's like a big battle and it's just like, Aah! totally dude. But they're, they're, they're just it. very good stories. Like they're, they're, um, man, they just make you love the characters. They're just very good at that. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I would love to try something like that eventually. We'll see. We'll see. I have an idea for like some more action comics. I don't know if I would, if they would fit in orange flavor or not, but, um, yeah, I have some uh, some ideas. Nice, definitely. You seem like an ideas guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, now I have a format where I can actually get it out there. Totally which is exciting. Look at this vehicle that now you can get those ideas collected into one spot and then start to send them out and let them grow and let them manifest. Totally. I was interested in uh, also the origin of how you came up with this. Uh, Dr. Herbert Von Doodle street art critic. I think it's, first of all, I think it's like very fun and refreshing, but second, this kind of feels like one of the things that, you know, you would have to come up with new stuff for like a feature story every time or for right. uh, the one page gag type every time. But this Von Doodle street art guy, like he could come in every issue. Right. Cause I, I've, I've been in New York a number of times. There's no shortage of this weird sticker slap shit that you see all over the place. Absolutely. He's definitely coming back. It's just because it was fun to like, like shit on ones I didn't like or like <laughs> praise ones sure. I do. Or to give um, backhanded compliments to them. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, uh, yeah, he's, he's coming back for sure. I, um, you know, I don't know. How, I don't know where it came from. I, I just, I, I liked, you know, I started noticing stickers more because I had a bunch of stickers printed up for Extremely Live and I was stickering myself. And I started taking pictures of stickers I liked. Okay. And and ones that I thought were obnoxious as <laughs> yeah. well. Uh, so I just had all these stickers in my phone. And uh, for whatever reason, I was like, Herbert Von Doodle. He's going to he's gonna tackle all these stickers. And uh, I designed him after the uh, the tutorial character in the Super Nintendo SimCity. Okay. Uh, card. Like, if, yeah. you look, if you look up SimCity, Super Nintendo... Uh, like professor or something like that. There'll be a guy who looks vaguely like him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, we went to uh, Portugal recently and I was taking a bunch of pictures of 
Portuguese uh, graffiti and stickers. So there's going to be a uh, definitely going to be a Portuguese uh, edition. Nice. The professor visits Portugal. <laughs> exactly. I love it. There's also like, I I want to do. Uh, uh, I can vaguely animate, so I'm going to do some cartoon versions of uh, of some of these comics as well for the website. Oh, killer! And I think uh, Herbert Von Doodle will be a very easy take a video of a sticker and slap a yeah slap him on there with his mustache popping up and down for, <laughs> for I, when he talks. I love the uh, lovey dovey eyed spiked out hair version when he, <laughs> yeah, when yeah with his glasses lo- flying off <laughs> when he's looking at spaghetti lass. Oh my god, bro, dude! I love that sticker. Legit, it's so funny. It like captures it, the simple pleasure of being. It's that's it's one of my favorite stickers I see around. <laughs> I got I got to message this this dude because he's like a I guess he's a photographer and. That's like his calling card, that one sticker he posts everywhere. Wow. But it's so funny. It's just clearly like an absolutely wasted girl coming home at the, like a, the end of like being out and just slamming a giant bowl of spaghetti. Fucking it's so good. Pasta noshing as hard as I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. We didn't used to have swim team spaghetti dinners that got that intense, dude. Like <laughs> crazy. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I love um, all all of this work that you've put into this thing, man. You can tell it's a labor of love. and uh... Yeah, it's definitely the hardest I've ever worked on anything. That's for sure. Most time put into any single project. But uh, again, it was like, it was, it was energizing. It was the opposite of my usual feeling after I finish a project where I'm exhausted. It was, the, it was like I was already excited to like do more. Very nice. Um, so which for good feeling. Do you have like a ideal timeline on transitioning into the next thing, or do you? Uh, is your focus right now just like get these books out and sold, and then we'll see what happens? Um, I ha- I'm I'm gonna have a like a, a brand new comic uh, posted uh, probably end of next month on the website. Uh, and, uh, I'm already writing stuff, uh, currently, uh, and my goal is to like have at least something that is, you know, feels like a full, like cartoon, uh, up on the website once a month. That's my, that's my goal. Nice. Um, so doing that on top of, um, yeah, pushing these, pushing these comics. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm already, uh, already, uh, at work on the on the on the follow-up for sure kick ass man yeah keep these coming because it's so cool man it's it's so lovely thanks Um, dude i can't wait to get mine in the mail too yeah again let me know if uh there's if if it doesn't it should be there any day by now i think um but if you if you don't get it by next week hit me up I'll, i'll i'll be sure to get you another one all right definitely i'll definitely do that man yeah we're coming up on that two hour mark it always just sneaks up on us yeah, damn. This was fun, uh, man. Yeah, I, thanks for coming and letting us pick your mind and explore this uh, wonderful new creation that you brought to us. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I had a blast. Orangeflavor.fun. You got to check it out. Link's in the show notes. I got uh, Lori and I can see she's already putting together some lovely snippets from Orange Flavor. Hell yeah. She's got Susan's nice feet as a little bit of <laughs> extra touch in there because oh, we yeah. discussed nice. it. Yeah, yeah. We got <laughs> You got to give the people what they want, you know? <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Um, 
killer. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you very soon. I'm, I'm interested in how this thing develops. And let's also talk offline about trying to get this thing boostable. I think that would be fucking sick. That's the coolest idea I've ever heard. And I'm going to hold you to that. Because I, I, as a Bitcoiner comic book person, that's exactly what I want to see in the world. Yeah, that was kind of our... Um, early idea is like we could do literally any digital creative works through the same process so Dude, exactly we, we, every artist needs to be boostable totally. at this point like we took it to music now like where else can we take it like Hell, fucking yeah. everywhere everywhere. Yep. everywhere that's again most exciting time right now no doubt and reminder everybody you can get a free one you don't if you're broke i get it i want you to see this go to orangeflavor.fun you can steal a pdf from me Go for right. it. You have to use a little violence to get it done, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're gonna be, feel a little bit bad. It'll but. be worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be worth it. Uh, well, hopefully, it's worth it to tune back in next Tuesday. We'll be back at it with another bowl after bowl, right around nine central, uh, when DH Unplug wraps up from uh, doing their show on the No Agenda stream. We take the No Agenda stream over, warm up a little tunes, and then roll into bowl after bowl. So, hope you join us then. Until then. I will remain Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. I will be Dame DeLorean. No, and I'm Micah Rock and Roll. Till next time, bowlers. May your bowls burn ever brighter. I'm sure they would just jizzing all over themselves for that. So hard. Oh my God, yes. I want my weed. Well, the bowl after bowl guy? He totally knew I was dumb. Bowl after bowl. Don't tell him we're high. Like the muscles of your vagina. What? What? That's why his body fell apart. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl.com. <laughs>